This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast that had uh, the over 150 seconds on a fly nesting in Mike Pence's virgin white hair. Uh, he's for sure got that bid, and I'm Joe Public, and we're joined by Rain Man here, who's going to give us uh, his, his big rubber. Uh, and why do we call it the big rubber, Rain Man? Hey, I might have taken an L last week, but I already forgot it. There are Rain Men across the country that don't have time to dwell on old memories, so no need to cry and blubber. On to the next one. It's the big rubber. Lock of the week, Rain Money, baby. Let's go. I... Very good. I feel like if I went back historically, which I won't, I feel like you've managed trying rubber with blubber in at least 50% of these uh, You'd openings. be surprised how many true rhymes there are to rubber. You immediately are going to react against that, but eventually you're going to Google and rhyme zone it. It's not that easy. But anyways, on to the pick. Georgia <laughs> minus 12 versus Tennessee after taking an L on Virginia Tech and an awful Braxton Burmeister performance. We're going with the true blue blood. Georgia's, Georgia's defensive line for the win. Yeah, this is one of the episodes I really, really love when I when I got your picks uh, because Capper, who happens to be three and zero on rubbers, I believe. Uh, Capper, who's next in your pristine, undefeated picks? Who do you got as your lock of the week? Your big rubber? You have Tennessee. Well, <laughs> of course I do. Come on, Rocky Top. Oh, 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 oh! I love it. Now we're both gonna have one loss in the rubber column. Eh, three and one for each is not too bad. It's fine. Still good for the pot. Jesus. Clean it up. Roll the intro. <laughs> Listen, man, this is the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch- we will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up, stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. This is uh, Bang Your Bookie's Wife. Uh, two things I want you to remember. Uh, one uh, is that a fly landed in Mike Pence's hair during the vice presidential debate. We should all remember that because that was great. Uh, and secondly, uh, you should follow us on Instagram at BYBW Podcast. We got uh, a lot of content there. Uh, you can uh, press like. Uh, well, guys, what's our status on getting uh, our first follow? Was it Horsepower? Have we reached to get them on as a guest? The Horsepower Club, yeah, they they haven't responded back to multiple inquiries. We'll stay. We'll uh, I stay. think they'll be coming on in the horse racing off season. So we'll, get excited for that. Guys. We're gonna stay. We're gonna stay on that. Uh, you can't escape us, Horsepower Club. We're on to you. You're coming on this fucking show. Uh, you're gonna love it. Uh, before we get to the great picks. We got a big show, but uh, we got a very special celebrity cameo. Uh, And I'm very excited about this because it's actually our first two-time cameo guest, our first repeat guest. Uh, And in full disclosure, I ordered this cameo. uh, Well, I just happened to be up late. I ordered this cameo at 12.51 a.m. last night. Uh, They responded at 1.01 a.m., full cameo video recorded. (laughs) And... uh, I uh, did not actually watch the video. I have no idea how long it is, but uh, we're going to hear from... uh, We got a very big week, but just so you know, we got uh, Howie Schwab. Stump the Schwab is back for another pick. And if anyone is in a pinch for a gift, marriage proposal, or funeral wishes, hit this guy up anytime, and he will give you the cameo you need. Uh, But in the meantime, we're going to let... Is he the Schwami? No, the Schwab. Please, have some goddamn respect. Who's the Schwami? There, there's there's no schwa- such the thing. Schwami is... No. Go... Sorry, just watch. sorry, Schwab. 
Sorry, just watch Rob. watch the thing. Shut up. You. Have some respect. Oh, this is not, this is a very poorly lit video. Okay, here we go. Hello, Rain Man and Camper. Get ready for another weekend of college football. Uh, I'm Howie Schwab, formerly Stump the Schwab, but uh, appreciate you guys' uh, interest in college football. Uh, first of all, I'll <laughs> give you a game this week. I would take Florida State plus twenty-one against Notre Dame. Ah, Notre Dame had so idiot. many players out with the COVID <laughs> that Let's uh, go. I wonder if they have any continuity. They haven't played in a couple of weeks. Uh, they haven't. Florida State has not looked great. But, uh, no, they haven't. In a rivalry game, maybe a little more interesting. Uh, it's not like a rivalry State game. I think Schwab's well. lost his edge. Anyway, uh, this weekend also the Red River shootout. Oklahoma, which has lost back-to-back games. First time in the regular season since 99. Wow. And uh, Texas and the Longhorns coming off a tough loss to TCU. Did not play well against Texas Tech, especially on the defensive side. Uh, my pick in this game, Oklahoma is laying two and a half, and I would take Oklahoma to win by a touchdown. But I think it'll be a competitive Boomer. game. It'll be a lot of fun. As far as my favorite college player ever. Doesn't wow. sound fun. That's tough. I mean, the first few names come to mind. Marshall Falk when he was at San Diego State. Chris Spielman, the linebacker at Ohio State. Had one of the greatest games I've ever seen. Alabama played Ohio State at the Meadowlands, and Spielman had, I think, 28 tackles. It was unbelievable. Um, I mean, there are so many guys you could say. I mean, even though he's not a favorite in the world, O.J. Simpson, when he played at USC, was incredible. I mean, you think about other Heisman winners like Tim Tebow. Uh, There we go. so many. I mean, wow. Uh, I guess I'll say Chris Spielman. I'm the captain. Uh would be my favorite from way back or a little way back <laughs> anyway buckeye star <laughs> a lot of buckeye stars but anyway thanks guys appreciate uh, you asking for me booking me enjoy the rest of the college football season it's a little late now i'm watching the padre dodger game good night oh. <laughs> what a fucking pro he's still going get ready for another weekend of college football no, that's it, buddy. Oh, he's repeating it. He's repeating it. Okay, never mind. <laughs> it's, on a, it's on a loop. I'll be honest. He, he could have just repeated it several times, and I wouldn't have noticed. He kind of keeps the same tone like that. Uh, Rain Man, <laughs> Florida State, Notre on. Dame, absolutely historic rivalry. How dare you? When was the uh, last time that they were a rival? I, when? Last year. Is <laughs> that true? Sure. Anything you say is true now. I honestly yeah, just... I assertion. I respect, the sh- I respect the Schwab for weighing in there because I did not ask him about the Florida State Notre Dame game. I only asked him about the Texas OU game. Yeah, you just uh, guess you, so, guess you just wanted to talk college football. That I mean, one was free, and you know Schwab. we want to talk some college football too. And we're gonna get to our our picks. They're gonna make you some money, and that's uh, the weekly. Let's uh, let's get to it. I don't it. know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. All right, this is the weekly. These are the picks that count, the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. Uh, and this weekly, we have something very special. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's a true treat. We have both of our pickers have opposing locks of the week, opposing big rubbers. It's the first time. 
I, I, it very well might be. Uh, and I'm actually Rain Man. I'm gonna let you take court first t- this week because you did it. You're coming off a three, three and zero week. Uh, he's not. He's I'm not, not three and zero, and then one and three. But what you were one and three? Oh, oh, sorry, you were <laughs> one and three. Okay, Capper, you, you go ahead. Over, you yada yada over the week. Capper, you can take it. You um, it. yeah, yeah. So we've got Tennessee plus 12, 12 and a half If you can get it at a few shops. Um, 50% of bets on both sides. Georgia, big, big matchup for Coach Pruitt and the guys. Um, That's the analysis, Jeff Capper. And I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you, I can't tell you how impressed I am with Georgia's defense up to this point. I mean, they have been best defense in the country. Full stop. Almost. You can't score on them. You can't. So why, why are you picking Tennessee? But then you look a little closer to the offenses they're playing. Arkansas. Oh, Capper, Capper, Capper. Arkansas. Capper. Bo Nix led Auburn offense. And I've got to tell you, those two teams are not that impressive on paper. Is, is Jarrett, Jarrett Garantan, Timo, Tano, Tino, whatever his name is, he's the answer for the Georgia that, defense? That's not no, – well, uh, the offensive line, you have to admit – Tennessee has one of the best offensive lines in the SEC. He has a very good. Lo- I I think sure. you have to keep that in mind with the pick, and I think Capper's probably coming around to it. I think one thing that's pretty important here with Jarrett Guarantano, okay, show some respect, is that it's his fourth year of playing college quarterback in the sure. SEC. It's his third season under Coach Pruitt. It's his second full season under Jim Chaney, offensive coordinator. There's a lot of continuity there. You've got a strong two-headed running back monster. With Ty Chandler and Eric Gray, both averaging over five okay. yards a carry pause, early pause, in the season. Pause, 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 pause. UGA has allowed an average of 58 rushing yards a game and zero touchdowns on the ground. And those Tennessee running backs are good, but they aren't world beaters, and they're not going to be able to crack this Georgia defensive line. Um, I think 12 is just too many here. Um, and I think you look at a team like Tennessee that is building on a lot of momentum with top 10 recruiting classes. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. In the last couple of years under coach Pruitt, they're on an upward trajectory in the SEC East. And then you look at a team like Georgia who next week who do they play? So you're going with a look ahead spot here? Of course it's always a look ahead spot. No, that, no, that's no, important. No, no. Not, not that's not important. Here, no. That's not important. Georgia and when they're playing they're Alabama next rivalry. weekend. Of course, of course. But, but I will. You don't say, think that Alabama game is very important to Georgia? I okay. I think you can say Tennessee might be taking this game way more seriously than way Georgia. more seriously. I don't, I don't, this game is the season for that? Tennessee. But so, this game means everything to Tennessee. If Tennessee wins this game, what In that means SEC for the East? program is going to be so it means big. A ton, but Georgia also needs to get over the hump and win a national championship. They're taking every game. Like they need to win it so they can get into the SEC championship because Florida looks good, and they need to be in the SEC championship to make the playoff. And you're talking about a team that's allowed an average of eight points over the first two games, and it's not like they're playing FCS schools. They're playing Auburn and Arkansas, and yeah, Arkansas isn't the best offensive team, but they have Felipe Franks. They have real talent on that team. Okay. They're averaging eight. Do you not think that Tennessee? Do you think they're a touchdown better than offensively than Auburn and Arkansas? Yeah. I, mean, I do. I just like I think Auburn probably is a better offense than Tennessee. I do, and I think Tennessee's up. got a good enough and defense to I, put a little bit of a clamps on uh, the Georgia offense that has not been super impressive. It's no matter Bennett what you're has looking at. Been a at. game manager. He's been fine. We're putting him in the J- Jake Fromm category. And if we're Georgia talking the same quarterback again, 
And if we're talking about game managers, we're looking at a total that's at what? Right now. It's at 42 and a half. Yeah. So that means... That means... Allowing eight points. And that means you're Georgia's taking... Georgia's averaging. That Georgia's means you're taking the end. Add that up. That means you're taking the it's end. It's pretty damn close to the total. Yeah, exactly. So, I, so that's how it's going to play out. I see Tennessee 13, Georgia around 31, and a pretty easy cover. And one thing we haven't talked about yet is that the line opened up at 14 and a half, and it's now all the way down to 12. Yeah, that's tough for me. I will say Tennessee has lost 33 straight games against top 10 teams, so I don't want to hear anything. It might mean more to Tennessee as part of your analysis. And they can still lose this so game. So now and cover I understand why you took it. You just read the sharp money. That's all. And you they know. and now they can still lose it. this game and win the uh, cover the spread, can't they? I, your own sharp capper. I'm I'm on the guy who's undefeated. Three and in, in his rubbers. Three uh, that's, and, that's my and, and I'm gonna let you carry on. Nothing. I'm gonna let you. Last, last year, year I was better than dog you. shit. Get I'm out rubbers. of here, buddy. Go fuck yourself. We got. Uh, Fair enough. Let's go to this next game. We got a uh, flirt. Last year, you kid. How dare you? Uh, let's go. La- last year only matters in our promos, okay? Uh, <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, go to our next game. We got Florida State. Uh, you're you're green with the Schwab here, right, Kaffer? I hate it. Tell I'm me why rolling, you like I'm it. I'm rolling with the Schwab, and you know why? Why? Because you haven't why? heard them very much, but they're faintly in the distance. Are those the drums? I can't decide where this is offensive or not. I'm offended. <laughs> you didn't get permission for the Seminole Nation to do this. Uh, okay. Everyone, you did. Carry on. Everyone in the country, everyone in the country has given up on Florida State. Yeah, and that's why this is no the sh- perfect. No shit. That's why this is the perfect opportunity to back the Knolls financially. Nineteen percent of bets on the Knolls this weekend. We've got RLM. The lines already moved from twenty-one and a half down to twenty and a half. 21, obviously a key number if you're looking at shipper yeah. team like Florida State. But you know what? We don't even need it. It's going to be closer than that. I don't really like anything about FSU. They're horrible. Like that, they're a they're, bad football team. They have team. one of the worst offensive lines in the country, for especially for a Power 5 team. Like it's but I also am not like – I think Notre Dame is really good, but I don't think that offense is super impressive. Ian Book is – one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the country. Agreed. Just kind of a game manager, goes through the motions, wins a lot of games, but doesn't win any special games. Um, and then you're looking at a team coached by Mor- Mike Norvell. He's beaten COVID, and he's going to beat this spread. Uh, on that note, do you recall Mike Norvell having any contact with anyone who attended a party in the Rose Garden at the White House recently? <laughs> no. Can we send the investigation team? contact with... Notre Dame might have though. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I did, like honestly, Notre Dame is in a little bit of shambles right now with their football program. Like they're going through it. So, um, Schwabi mentioned it. I'm just gonna roll with it. I think twenty and a half is too many here. I'll be remiss if I didn't read the note from the Notre Dame faculty about the president who caught COVID at the <laughs> Rose Garden party. I'm gonna just read this quote, verbatim quote, released from the Notre Dame faculty about this. The decision not to wear a mask stemmed from, not from politics, but from a desire to politely blend in as a guest at a cocktail party might remove a tie upon realizing everyone else was dressed in business casual. Uh, what an embarrassment. I mean, it makes uh, sense. It honestly, pretty, pretty logical. And I got to say, thanks for having your, your T's. Thanks your, for having your, a spine. Your, your T's crossed and I's dotted there, guys. Uh, 
proud. Uh, let's go to the next pick here. Uh, game game of the week. Uh, another game that the the Schwab picked. So the Schwab was with both of our pickers. Uh, you like uh, the Sooners in the, in the Red River shootout minus two and a half uh, against Texas, uh, isn't that? You're you're a Spencer Rattler guy. We know this. Get the Rattler out. I mean, a lot of talent. But the, the reason why I'm on this pick is because oh me, oh my, is Texas finally public in a Red River game? Does that mean Texas is back? Can Texas be back after a loss against TCU? No, These are the tough be. questions, guys. These are the tough questions we need to be answering. And I'm going to answer it in the non-affirmative. Texas isn't back. Texas is absolutely awful. In my eyes, both of these teams are one and two. Texas should not have beaten Texas Tech. Let's make that very clear. And then I know the counter-argument for Texas fans is, oh, put the fumble on the end zone. Ooh. I don't care. You shouldn't have been that close to TCU in the first place if you're going to go out and beat OU in the Red River run. Rational. Like, sure, maybe they would have won without the fumble. Maybe. It wasn't, it wasn't for sure. Uh, I just like OU here. The metrics still believe in OU. You see that F-plus has uh, OU around 10 spots better than Texas still. OU's offense is certainly more explosive. Uh, so I think that if they can get a few big plays, they might be able to break Texas's spine a little bit. Uh, the Texas D-line is what I like to call halfback Cialis. They are so bad that they can <laughs> rejuvenate even the lagging OU rushing game. So this is a bring out the tubs game. We're holding hands. OU's going to be soaking, and they're going to cover the two and a half. Boom. Goodness. Goodness. Yeah, I like, Goodness I like that pick. I, uh, I think Texas sucks. I can't. I. You know what? You are your results, right? I hate uh, to say it. I hate to say it for you, Joe. I See, honestly. Another thing: if you take out the UTEP game, Ellinger, who like is actually having a pretty good season. I think Ellinger. Numbers, uh, I think Ellinger is obviously pedestrian with six point five yards per attempt. Spencer Rattler has had a worse season so far. He's averaging ten point four. No, this I is won't, what I'll I won't say. say a bad I'll word say- against El- Ellinger. He's. The uh, heart and soul of that team, but there's not much. Uh, there's nothing else. There's not much left behind him. I, what so, I will that's, say that's is, what I will say is that last year when Texas played OU, the Texas defense showed up. They looked really, they looked really, they looked really good. They were very good against Jalen, and then uh, Alex Grinch absolutely, their defense just absolutely confused the shit out of Texas offense. And I, I this game, if Texas loses, this is the Tom. Th- like basically, this it, is. They got to get a jail free card with OU losing another game. Texas has to win the conference this year, or Herman's toast. I don't think there's are you any saying, excuse. Are you saying get coach on the line for this under spot here? I, that's not what I said at all, but it, we, it would be great if we could. <laughs> this game's going way over. The defenses are so much worse than the offenses. Yeah, they're really bad. I I know I guess like this is a game where I could see the defenses maybe otherwise overperforming. They're gonna have a little more juice because both these teams this is always a high pressure game, but the stakes are different. There has been a Texas OU game where both teams are literally playing for their season entirely. Uh and it's not any it's not like theoretical anymore. If OU drops to one and three or Texas uh, two and two. That that's all she wrote, right? It's an elimination game. Yeah. Well, OU's probably already eliminated anyways in a short season. Don't yeah, ever count the, Don't ever count OU out 12. in the Big Twelve. That's my maximum. I'm uh, reserving <laughs> a spot for BYU until someone tells me I'm crazy, and that only someone can be BYU. Uh, uh, hey, hey, stick. Hey, hey, can you uh, can you wait for my four teamer later, buddy? Uh, let's go to the <laughs> next pick. Uh, we got. Uh, I, I like this pick a lot. Uh, Capper sort of bouncing off the Texas game. Uh, you got the Horn Frogs minus nine, which seems like a lot at home against Kansas State. Um, I I'm on the Max Duggan train. Um, and I said a I lot. I like of, him. 
he looked good. Bad things about the TCU team and the TCU offense a couple weeks back. Coach Patterson, I want to take them all back because the guy can still coach football. Uh, Max Duggan, since he entered the game against Iowa State, he is completing 74% of his passes for 470 yards. That's a that's a game and a half of stats. He's got three passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns in six quarters of football. That TCU offense is finally got the playmaking quarterback that Coach Patterson has needed for the last couple of years while his team has struggled and fought and clawed to be in the middle of the pack in the Big 12. Um, I just like uh, he's way better coach than what they've got over on the sideline of Kansas State. Kansas State oh, is I don't, it's a shot. It's that a, shot. Is a shot. Kansas Do we even State. Know who's coaching at Kansas State right yeah, now? Yeah, it's Chris Kleeman. Um, out of seventy, out of seventy-four FBS teams that have played a game so far, Kansas State is ranked sixty-ninth. Nice, nice. Thank you. I see you looking. Um, you're ready. You're fishing for that. Like, oh, oh, like the sex thing. That's the like sex. I get it. Yeah. In 69th in passing yards. Pause there. 69th in passing yards allowed. They've given up 11 passing touchdowns so far, and a quarterback that is playing at the level of Max Duggan will eat them alive this weekend. Their defense is already impressive because they've got Coach Patterson calling the shots again. I mean, the guy's working wizardry just pulling fumbles out of his ass if he needs to. Garrett Wallow is playing out of his mind right now, um, and I think they just roll this weekend. I don't think Kansas State's that good. Um, They've gotten a couple wins against OU and Texas Tech, but are those super impressive wins at this moment? No, they're not. Yeah, I I guess Kansas State, you have to keep in mind that uh, Skylar Thompson, I believe, is still questionable for that game, which also affects the line. He's a big part of uh, a sort he's a good game manager for them but one of my concerns for TCU and Matt Duggan is he's very he 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 ran and he was very effective running but he took some big shots in Kansas State especially in that OU game they could lay the wood Um, and that's something I would I would look out for because it's pretty clear if TCU loses Duggan they're not the same team at all oh yeah you wouldn't take you wouldn't lay any points if they didn't have Duggan right now but Duggan is playing as good a quarterback as almost anyone in the country right now all right we're gonna go to through six uh, quarters obligatory <laughs> small sample size next uh <laughs> next pick uh i believe rain man believes it appears once again that uh bo Nix was born to play quarterback in gus uh, malzahn's terrible offense he's got auburn i need to clear that up right now Arkansas. i am I'm picking Auburn minus 14 against Arkansas. I'm not doing it because I'm in Bo Nix's camp right now. He's still being bad, but I'm not going to let myself be fooled by <laughs> Arkansas's hot start either, or by Georgia's stout defense. This is clearly this is a pick on Georgia's defense, which is why they're rubber. I think Auburn looked bad. I think they had a bad game. I think they'll bounce back. I think Tennessee's going to look bad next week. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried about it. Arkansas is getting 73% of bets against Auburn. What is going on with OU and Arkansas being dogs against Texas and Auburn in a pretty resounding way this week? I mean, you just got to fade that. Overreaction theater is center stage right now. I'm not going to be fooled. I don't have a ticket to that show. So I'm on Auburn. <laughs> You're such a yeah. Uh, I, I, I really, I, I know I, you like that, Jeff. 
Nah, Arkansas, it's funny that I, I honestly agree with the Arkansas being overreaction theater because people are just shocked that they can fucking snap the ball. They were so pathetic <laughs> last year. <laughs> the expectations were so low coming into the season. It's like, and yeah, they we, exceeded them, but they're well, going against a really good team. Speaking strictly as like a Joe Public, it's like I look at Arkansas, I'm like, hey, Felipe Franks, I heard of him. Uh, hey, I know him. Uh, He's pretty good. Yeah, that's uh, so fine. From that, from that perspective, I'm like, hey, Felipe Franks, 14 points, looks good. Uh, <laughs> so the Joe Pollock in me appreciates that because that line fucking stinks. Uh, it does. Yeah, and that in, in the sense that I think you I, you gotta take Auburn. Uh, let's go to Capper. Uh, your next pick. I, this is a team that has been really. I feel like both these teams have been featured basically prominently every week on this podcast. But you got a uh, Vatek on the road. Give it uh, getting four and a half against UNC. I almost did it. I almost um, did it. First, I want to give a shout out to our boys at Sea of Blue. Um, <laughs> I'm seven and three, not picking Kentucky games this year, and so I refuse to do it this weekend. But those those boys at Kentucky are going to absolutely roll Mississippi State this weekend. That, do yourself a favor and lock that one in because they win that seven game and three when not. But wow. I couldn't do it. We're gonna add to the. I couldn't do it, and I don't want to do it to the listeners. I don't want to make it one of the four picks because it's automatic loss if I do that. And I, I'm apologizing to the boys at a Sea of Blue. Um, but Vatek <laughs> plus four and a half at UNC. It's the theme of the weekend. Line movement that tells you the money is on your side. It's Even number of bets back. on both sides. Line has moved a full point in the Virginia Tech um, direction. How good is Khalil Herbert? Oh, amazing. He's incredible. He's averaging 12 yards a carry. The Virginia Tech rushing offense is averaging seven yards a carry as a unit. So good. Um, they are a really impressive football team. And I love UNC. I love Mac Brown. I love what he's done with that program. Brought it back to prominence. Sam Howell is one of the best young quarterbacks in the sport. Um, But all the numbers are pointing against him this weekend. They haven't played exceptionally well early. They haven't played in two weeks. Uh, FPI is giving the Hokies a 52% chance of winning this game outright. And we're getting four and a half points. This one's really simple. Lock this one in. Take so, it money line if you want to. The Hokies are going to win this game. I, I, I like it. I think one thing to note about UNC is they're an extremely explosive team, but they can't seem yet to be able to string together full games. They go off for like a quarter and then go dormant for another quarter. Yeah. Uh, my only problem with Virginia Tech and why I'm not picking them this week is because Hendon Hooker has had a pretty bad illness, and he's going to be returning this week, and I just don't know what to expect in his first game back. But I like the pick. Yeah, I, I don't like their quarterback play, but... Um, well, Buxmeister was an embarrassment against Duke, I don't, and I will not forgive him for losing that rubber for me. I don't know how, I don't know how important it is. Um, I don't know how important the position is when they're running the football like they are, and until you figure out how to stop their rushing game, like you... When you're getting points, good sure, luck, when you're giving good luck beating different. them. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're looking at... Close. Yeah, you're looking at laying over seven, ten points... Think about you it with Virginia me. Tech. You're getting Let's, four and a half. Mm-hmm. And let, we got uh, the the last pick here. Uh, ye, poor Aggies. Uh, tough one. <laughs> tough one last week against Bama. And you reckon this loss would be real bad for Jimbo? I feel like if it, you got yeah, at home, do you think, do you think Florida is going to come into the twelfth man and, and you're given six and a half points? You like them at A and M. 
Yeah, I, I just don't think Texas A&M is very good. I think Kellen Mond has hope every year of being a Heisman candidate or a Heisman hopeful, and you see Jimbo Fisher, and you're like, wow, Texas A&M is going to finally put this together. But they haven't, and they looked really bad week one against Vanderbilt, and they looked really bad week two against Alabama, and Florida's the opposite of that. They look like a true national championship contender. Kyle Trask and uh, the tight end Pitts are probably my number one and number two for the Heisman candidate right now, even though they're on the same team. Uh, Helen Mond has four touchdowns on the year. Pitts has six receiving touchdowns. That's insane. Florida's averaging 45, 4.5 points per game. Texas A&M, 21.5. There's no reason why this shouldn't be like a 13-point spread, especially when home field advantage isn't that strong this year. You got to just give the points at 6.5 with Florida. But are you aware that every Aggie fan counts for 40 normal fans? They care. The tradition is so deep and rich. <laughs> I, um, the yell leaders will be out there yelling, I'm sure, just spewing COVID all over College Station. I'm not station. expecting a lot of masks in College Station, that's for sure. <laughs> My my eyes about popped out of the, my skull when I saw this line. Like it is so despicably stinky. I couldn't do it. 80% of bets on Florida. I'm, I'm willing to eat that. Um, and, and I just like, it makes no sense. Like I, I will be on Florida this weekend because I just cannot believe they're only a touchdown better than A&M right now. A&M is not playing good football. A&M's usually due for one home overperformance per year that like, strings them along for hope with Jimbo and it's usually in a close loss so I think this is like a three-point AM loss that's what this line tells me I mean I hope not I mean so the thing about this is like if Florida were to go on the road and lose to this like weak Texas A&M team while Georgia handles Tennessee then right now all the narratives like Florida is the team in the SEC East because they're getting all the headlines even though I think most people think Georgia's better the wind would just completely collapse in Gainesville out of their yeah. sails if that were to happen. Yeah. I don't I mean, know if Florida would be able to come back. We, we'll see. No, I, I hope they beat the piss out of them. Uh, these are we, – so we got uh, we got some solid picks all around, and we're going to recap them for you real quick. Uh, Capper, run me through your picks one more time. Uh, big Rubber, Tennessee plus 12, Florida State plus 20.5, TCU minus 9, Virginia Tech plus 4.5. All right, and uh, Rayman, your picks. I got my big rubber, Georgia minus 12 against Tennessee. And the Cialis getting the tub. Reboost your running game for OU, tub game. Oklahoma minus 2.5 against Texas. Auburn minus 14 versus Arkansas. And Florida minus 6.5 against Texas A&M. All right, you ready to make – all right, so now we got – you guys are – you jokers are ready to make some real fucking money. Are you ready for a four-teamer that's going to light your fucking hair on fire? Be, Who's ready for it? Four-teamers do. If before you, guys aren't you even ready start, for it. I'm playing it. I'm playing it this weekend eventually. without all right, knowing any all right. of these games so right if now. You, uh, if you had bet on my four-teamer last week, you would have won $0 because I did not hit my <laughs> four-teamer last week. I'll be honest. I stopped keeping track of it pretty pretty quickly it wasn't that <laughs> yeah, was bad it but was this really week, bad last week holy hell is the boy do uh so we're gonna we we bring along uh one of my darlings of my four teamers this year byu minus 35 versus utsa uh utsa lost by a touchdown last week at uab and now they're staying on the road and traveling to provo you're going from birmingham to provo uh, upgrade in scenery, big downgrade in food. They're going to be hungry playing against these grown men in, in BYU that have not gone on their mission trips. All that angsty <laughs> prayer is going towards football. They're not. It's not going to be a 35 points. They're, they're winning this ship by 50. 
Uh, up Running next, up, baby. Uh, Getting the we're playoff. sticking with the cult schools. We got Liberty minus 19 uh, versus ULM. Uh, full disclosure, a Louisiana Monroe. I've always thought that sounds like a sex act. Uh, cult schools have treated us well all year. Low-priced hooker connoisseur Hughes Freeze has <laughs> the, he has great. these herd immune he has these herd immune COVID evangelicals just slinging it out for Liberty minus nineteen. That's minus might as well be given away. The three touchdowns easy. Uh, Clemson minus fourteen versus Miami. I like Miami. That's I think loser. they I think they are a good team. I do not think they are a great team. Florida State and Louisville's win the wins over Florida State and Louisville will not. Uh, hold water. This is a game where I could see Clemson winning resoundingly, and everyone's going to remember, oh, yeah, Clemson has much better players than everybody, don't they? Uh, this is a backdoor game. Finally, uh, Notre Dame versus Florida State. Yeah, COVID issues abound, but doing? Notre Dame has an offensive line. Florida State doesn't. Easy money. Lock it up. Uh, Notre Dame <laughs> plays just good. I said I was going to play this. Notre Dame, <laughs> it doesn't matter. All right, Literally, Capper, don't Notre, go Dame, your word. Notre Dame could have a team. Parlay. Throw a team of fucking Rudy's out there, and they're gonna beat the piss out of FSU right now. That team fucking sucks. Great. Play. Uh, so yeah, bet bet that easy. Uh, that's some easy money. Easy money right there. How dare you? I feel so, pretty. So good. for all of our listeners, it's very dare important you. that you guys all remember the Alma, remember Cedric Diggory, and remember that a fly landed on Mike Pence's hair during the vice president debate. This is my is this is my favorite tally of the weekend. We're looking at a thirty-five point favorite, a twenty and a half point favorite, a nineteen point favorite, and a fourteen point favorite. That is aggressive, can we, Joe. Can we can we get a quick math on that? No, great teams eat points. <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't even, great teams great teams don't worry about the points. Uh, this is the week, boys. This is the week. Tell your friends, four teamer. I feel good about it. Uh, follow us on Instagram. It's eight. At BYBW Podcast. Full disclosure, follow us on Instagram at BYBW Podcast. Reach out and we'll see what we can do about including you on the show next week. Uh, I don't I don't Sounds care nice. who you are, uh, especially if you're one of those fake Nigerian accounts. Honestly, you probably have much more interesting stories. Uh, reach out. We're ready for you. 